Hello, welcome to Activations with JJ. I'm really super happy that you clicked on this podcast and uh, took some time to listen. I, as normal, as per usual, have lots of things floating around my mind and just thought it would be fun to share with you some of the stuff that uh, that's been coming through lately, some of the things I've been learning, ways I've been expanding. I hope that all of you are working on expansion as well. It's important to continue to embrace that and to embrace both expanding and contracting. I've had some experience, and I don't know about those of you who are clairvoyant or do astral projection or any of that, channeling, if you've ever tapped into energy that was a darker, I hate to say darker because so many people think of it as evil, but really just a darker energy, maybe you could look at it as dark matter. It's so interesting because, again, I was studying about human design, which is something I never, ever researched before. Some of you out there may totally know what it is. This is something, I guess maybe I've heard of it, but I've never looked into it. And so, again, it's called human design. I think it's actually like a trademarked thing. And I apologize because I'm literally 24 hours into knowing what it even is and even looking it up and Googling it. But anyhow, if you know about it, it's got personality types based on kind of like your energetic body. One person said it was between it was a mix between Myers-Briggs and astrology. So I thought that was a good definition. But if you look into it, it has some sort of scientific metaphysical quantum physics, I guess you could call it, background to it, where it was talking about neutrinos that were, I guess you could say that they're flowing through us, it's kind of the way it was putting it, and that neutrinos scientists have just discovered are what make up dark matter. All of these things really resonated with me because I've been feeling like it's important for us, for us to explore dark matter in a way that's not scary if you're if you consider yourself a light worker which I have said before I think there's so much um, stigma related to dark the word dark or dark energy dark vibration all those things but what's been coming through for me as you know lately is so much of the complementary nature of dark and light and the fact that darkness is not inherently bad and so and that we need low vibrations as well as high vibrations it just came to me too thinking of the word attunement if you were to tune something you would want to tune the low notes as well as the high notes, right? You can't just tune the high notes because if you just tune the high notes, it wouldn't work. And so like on a piano, if you were to have a piano tuner come along and just tune the keys at the very top, 
the little thin strings. If you know anything about piano, they're the really skinny strings if you opened up the piano and looked inside. That would make no sense at all. So it's important for us to know and understand the lower vibrations, those thicker strings, the dark, you could call it the darker energy, the darker matter. Again, I just don't feel like there's needs to be a stigma or a fear around that. I think all of it is playing together. All of it is complementary. So that's a side tangent that I just took. <laughs> but um, again, I've been studying this human design, thinking about the neutrinos and what they're related to dark matter and how. So for one thing that comes into my mind is to maybe elaborate a little bit on that. Another thing that I've been thinking about is actually no, I'm gonna go ahead and and follow in and, and follow that train of thought because stuff's starting to come to me. And so I think I'm tuned into that enough to just start teaching about it and see what I can tap into. Um hang with me for just a second so I can figure out what I want to uh what I want to tap into, what energy I want to tap into. I just feel like it's universal and it's universal intelligence. That's the label that it wants to give itself, the energy does, or that works for us to be able to hear that universal intelligence. So here I am tapping into universal intelligence, finding a little bit more about the importance of playing with or using the dark and the light as tools. It is important for us to understand that dark and light works in tandem. High and low works in tandem. And more people must come to see the value in utilizing all the tools available where so many people in the past have limited themselves to one side or the other. You might, for instance, look at witchcraft, Wicca, as tuning into the very dark, grounded energy. Again, we refrain from calling anything good or evil because that is a human label that can be very emotionally tainted. So we will refer to them as like low or high vibrations. The lower vibrational grounding energy from earth Wiccan practice has its place and has its role. Certain people feel called and drawn to work with that energy. And that is not a bad thing. Other people feel more drawn to a lighter energy. A, I see, in my mind's eye, I see fairies. I see angelic. I don't see every angel, but I see some angelic. I feel like there's some angels involved with the lower, the lower vibration, um, dark energy. Some people feel drawn to 
to work with the other energy, the higher, lighter vibration energy. In Reiki, sometimes you might see that, but like crystals, um, like quartz crystals is what I see. Um, but then again, I see how obsidian has its place in my mind. Sometimes when I'm channeling, I see lots of visuals, so I will describe those to you. I see obsidian on one end, and I see quartz, crystal quartz on the other end. We've come to a time period where it is important for us to broaden our perspective and to learn to utilize both ends, both sides, if you were to see it in a linear way, when truly they are both sides of the same thing. When you pick up a stick, you can't just pick up one end of it. You have to pick up both ends at the same time. When you decide to work with energy in a way that is going to advance humanity, in a way that is moving forward this shift, you must pick up both sides. If you don't pick up both sides intentionally, then one of the sides will be doing things without your intention. You must frame your intention when you work with energy, when you work energetically, when you work with the energetic body, when you work with Gaia, when you work with gridding, when you work with interdimensionals, the intention must be set for both sides of the spectrum. You must work more holistically. We are telling you, you, we are inviting you to work more holistically. Holistic energy work. Holistic energy work allows you to encompass all notes in the symphony, all the notes in the symphony, all the colors of the spectrum, all of the elements at your disposal, referring back to the obsidian and the quartz crystal. Again, we are telling you that mankind has been on a journey over the last several years of moving and shifting to this holistic energy work, this multidimensional energy work. And in the past, it has been less multidimensional. It has been more, and don't look at this as a negative thing. Don't see this as a bad thing. We just want to identify it for you so that you can see, so your eyes can be opened. But in the past, we have invited people to zero in, to hyper-focus on one aspect of energy manipulation, or we wouldn't really like to use that word because things aren't manipulated, things are requested, things are asked, things have their free will, so things are asked. Energy is asked, to, we ask it to move, we invite it to move. That when you're working with it, in the past it was more of a one-sided, it was more of a, let's say, uh, a step-by-step process. You don't go to get your doctorate before you go to kindergarten. You focus on one class at a time. 
We are telling you that you have graduated. We want to be straightforward. We are telling you that you have graduated from that type of energy work. Listen to what we are saying. Linear energy work is for 3D. Holistic multidimensional energy work is for 5D and above. And we ask you to consider the ways that what you have done in the past, consider the ways in which what you have done in the past is linear. Because some of you might say, well, every energy thing I do is multidimensional. How can you say that it was linear? And we say to you, ponder this. Consider this. How has your perspective of energy been linear? Do you see it as a scale? We we are reminded of the human concept in science of a pH balance from acid to base. Is that not a linear scale? Is that not a linear scale? We are reminded of shading in, in art. You go from totally black in art to white and then every shade in between. But is that not a linear scale? You go from black. Think of a gradient. A gradient is linear because you're going from, if you look at design or art, you're going from the black to the white or whatever color when it shifts. You see in a gradient, you see the color morph into the other color and you do the colors in between. But is that not still linear? We say to you that this is still linear. Open your mind. It is very difficult through the medium of this podcast to convey exactly what we want to say. So we invite you to close your eyes. Open and soften and relax. And allow images and coding to come into your being that will drive home the concept which we are trying to convey. The concept of multidimensionality. The concept of holistic energy work. This is the new style. This is for the new earth, as you say. Out with the old, in with the new. Yes, we know that is a linear concept. Let us say it this way. Invite the old and the new to become one. To become one. Instead of throwing out the old. Add to it the new and see what you can create. Shape in your hands this new concept 
Imagine that you have a ball of clay of the old. And you have the new, another ball of clay. We are not asking you to put two puzzle pieces together. We are asking you to take two lumps of clay and completely meld them together to work them in your hands until they marry each other. Until they, the one engulfs the other and the other engulfs the one. So foreign to what you are used to. So foreign to what you are used to. This is the way of the new earth. You will meld the two pieces, the two lumps of clay together. You will work them together until neither one is distinguishable from the other. That is the way of the new holistic, the new holistic approach to energy medicine. Some say, out with traditional medicine and in with alternative medicine. We say, how do you marry the two? How do you marry the two? How do you take the advancements, which as I might add, many of you believe were designed by humans and evil, poison. You have to stop thinking that way. Everything that you have been given Every piece of knowledge has its role. Has some of the knowledge been used in a way that exploits other people? In a way that is simply for personal gain? Yes. But what would happen if the intention behind that knowledge becomes the improvement of humanity and is an unselfish purpose? Then you would take all the knowledge that has been given to human beings, that has been sought by human beings of their own volition and has been offered and has been accepted and received. You take that knowledge and you take all of that and you marry it with the knowledge that you, some of you believe, came from ancient times. That is fine. You can see it that way. There is no time. With the knowledge that has come of, of other methods. See, you still see traditional medicine and al alternative medicine at odds. We ask you to see things differently. We ask you to see things differently. It's all one. It is all one. I can hear you at this moment in time. Many of you, these red flags popping up, you might say, these defenses coming up, the hair on the back of your neck prickling because you don't like that. You want things to be black and white. You want the political spectrum to be one or the other, and you have to take sides. There is no taking sides in new reality.
There is no taking sides. That is why some of you, not all of you, some of you again are feeling defensive when I refer to a side you have decided you will not take, that you will not participate in. But some of you, some of you out there are feeling the melding of everything. Let me refer to this, the melting pot in the United States. Some say, oh, the United States is a big melting pot of all cultures. Okay, that's a concept that has come up in your verbiage. Some of you are starting to feel the melting pot of this new earth, that this new earth is. The lines are being blurred. Linear is out. Holistic multidimensionality is in. You are able to see from all perspectives. You are able to see one side and you are able to see others. Let us take an inflammatory issue and present it before you. Abortion. You are able to see pro-life. You are able to see pro-choice. Both resonate with you somehow. How is that possible? You say, how can I understand and have compassion for one side, for the sanctity of life? And then how can I, on the other end of the spectrum, see how important it is to honor people's free will? See how important it is to recognize the victimization of women and the societal structure that has doomed them to certain destinies because of what has been done. You can see both sides. You can see both sides. Does that feel weird to you? Start embracing it because it's the new reality. You must learn to live with both inside you. You must learn to see all sides of the problem. Will this always feel uncomfortable? No. Will this always seem so blurry and unclear to you? No. Clarity is on its way. You will begin to see how from our perspective, there is no right or wrong. We have told you this for so long. There is no right or wrong. There is no so-called good or evil. There are different vibrations. There are different vibrations. I hear you say, what about murder? What about murder? How can that not be evil? Murder is an act of contraction, an act of imposing your free will onto someone else. That's true on a 3D level. 
instead of drawing a conclusion for you about this concept, I want to invite you at this very moment to take the concept of good and evil, of what you consider to be the most heinous acts on this earth. I want you to visualize, you don't have to do it in depth to be to a gruesome point, but I want you to take the concept. Again, open your mind at this moment, close your eyes. I want you to take the elevator up in your perspective. I want you to expand your mind and I want you to see things from where we are, from our vantage point, what that is. I want you to see contracts that were formed before people came to this incarnation. I want you to see acceptance. I want you to see free will as the reality of the universe. Close your eyes. I want you to see this stage that is being played out on this earth. The act, the stage that this earth is, the drama that is being played out on this earth. And I want you to see into your heart what role you accepted of your own free will to play And I want you to see how it might be possible for you to decide you've learned enough from the role that you're playing and you're ready to play a different part. I want you to see how as a collective, as a collective, we have imagined it as a one being. The collective is one being. The, the humanity, I want you to see it as one lump of clay. And as humanity, I want you to see how it is totally possible for us to take this contract we've entered into as humanity, just like the cells in one body that has one mind, but that's each cell has its mind. We're the cells. Humanity is the one body with one mind. How humanity can say, wow, these were some interesting roles we've played up until the year 2020. I think that we're ready for a new script. I think that we're ready to take the lessons that we've learned from all the old parts that we've played. And I think that we don't throw it away, remember? We don't get rid of it. We're ready to meld that with a new script. We're ready to take on a new role. This earth is ready to step into a new play.
It's a different scene. It's a different lesson. Can you feel that? Can you sense that? How do we get everyone on board, you ask? How do you get everyone on board with this? If we're like all cells in a body and we're all fighting, how the heck are we going to take one step forward? If all the cells don't agree, we need to take one step forward and they don't listen to the mind and don't obey or don't agree to do it. How are we going to do this? I can hear you saying this. It's about percentages. It's about tipping the scales. Dolores Cannon refers to in her books as the hundredth, well, she's referring to something else that exists out there, so you can look this up. The hundredth monkey theory. That's all we need. Not everybody's going to be on board. Consciously. Consciously. Enough cells of the human body, humanity, the collective, enough individual aspects of the humanity need to be on board to create the momentum to then, we might say, carry. That's kind of one word, one way we can put it. The rest forward. It's momentum, guys. It's momentum. That's why when we tell you to hold your space and to not get swayed when you see emotional media being shoved down your throat, when we tell you to hold your space, we're serious. It's to keep the momentum. So if we were to leave you with a parting message, that's exactly what we would say. Hold your space. You have accepted the assignment to hold certain space. You have accepted the role of a cell in the collective, of an individual in the collective who is one of the critical mass pieces, right? Critical mass is another way of putting the hundredth monkey phenomena. You are needed in order for humanity to take the step forward and to reach that critical mass point. You personally. Don't look around. It's you. Look in the mirror. You may think And you've been taught and you've been conditioned that you're insignificant. And that's not true. You're not insignificant. Every single word that comes out of your mouth, let us go back. Every single thought that is produced and created by your mind 
makes a difference. We don't say that to scare you. We feel like some of you are like, oh, they're going to hold this against me because I'm not holding my thoughts the way I should. Just stop that right now. That's not why we said that. We just, we just invite you to be more intentional. Just invite you. Have more compassion for yourself. That's like a great place to start. Simply have more compassion for yourself. Do you know what that will do to help you hold your space? You sit and judge that you're not spiritual enough. When if you just stop judging that you're not spiritual enough, you would be more quote-unquote spiritual. You would hold a higher vibration. You sit and judge that you're not eating right or you're not doing what your body's supposed to be doing. When you do that, that lowers your vibration or, or we don't even want to say lowers it, that tweaks your vibration from your personal truth and your personal truth is the vibration that you've been agreed and and had a contract to hold it's going to look different for every single one of you that's why we don't say high vibration and low vibration we just say your vibration you walk away from it when you criticize yourself you walk away from it when you judge yourself when you center yourself when you simply sit in the moment and live in the now you don't live in somebody else's now you don't live in the now of the person on instagram who's having a moment you say wow they're having a moment wow i send you love you don't sit in their moment that's their moment not your moment sit in your own moment for heaven's sakes sit in your own truth center yourself that's all it takes to reach critical mass as soon as see we it was orchestrated before Just like we talked about in the last podcast, the musicians and the symphonies, if you would all just play your own instrument and your own part, that's exactly what it would take. You don't worry that Donald Trump isn't playing his his instrument and his part and start freaking out about it and start sitting in, in his song. I know it sounds weird to say his song, but it's his song, okay? It's his notes. You sit in your own notes. The more you sit in your own notes, just like we said before, when you start to sit in your song, in your music, in your truth, guess what'll happen? Guess what'll happen? The people around you will start to do the same thing. And this is what we say when we refer to critical mass, when we refer to a domino effect, when we refer to momentum, it's not rocket science as you would say okay you don't have to understand quantum physics to get this point we made it very simple on purpose sit in your truth sit in your truth and all shall be well all shall be well now sit in the space we've created for you with this podcast right now close your eyes Take a breath. Allow your truth to come forth. And we may say to you, we have created devices and installed them all around the earth that make it much, 
much easier for people to find their truth and sit in it. Can you feel that in your core? We know you can. Do you feel that powerful resonating? The awesome thing is it's not just, it's not the same for everybody. You're feeling yourself resonate at your vibrational frequency. And the other person listening to this podcast is feeling theirs. But it's not the same. Though the installation of these devices has been so advanced technology that we've been able to allow them to tune everybody to their own individual frequency when in the past it was more of a collective blanket type tuning attunement. We've fine-tuned these instruments to make it so that they speak to your personal vibration. They encourage and amplify your personal vibration so that it's easier for your mind, your ego, your body, your 3D to connect with it. You can still feel it. It is like a column down the center of your body. Yes, you are imagining it correctly. It's like a shaft. And it vibrates inside you. It's like a rod. You've heard of of these cores that power things. A power core is exactly what it is. You might see it's cylindrical, but it's a shaft. Everybody's is a different color, a different frequency, different wavelengths their own personal because the creator knows each one of you individually because you are part of the whole beyond your comprehension now that you have the idea of this column and power core don't forget it Keep it with you. Set the intention now that you will make it so easy for yourself to tap into. It's easy. The fact that it's not easy is a total illusion. The fact that you have to go meditate for an hour is an illusion. You can tap into it so instantaneously. It will blow your mind. Take this knowledge and go teach others. Because it's about critical mass. And it's an amazing time. And so it is. Wow. Thank you guys so much for co-creating this with me. I learned a lot. (laughs) That's kind of an understatement, but hey. I, uh, that was passionate. That was passionate. I felt the passion. Did you guys feel the passion in that? Oh my goodness. I love it. It's like, I just feel like we make it so complex and it doesn't have to be. So again, just thank you for joining me. This was a longer episode, but
Wow. Mind-blowing. Just mind-blowing. Share it, you guys. Like, I don't care if you share my podcast. Share the stuff that was taught. Share the stuff that was taught. Like, when you feel it, share it. It's going to be, it's going to, got to go out. It's got to go out. Watch for synchronicities. It's going to go out. Thanks again for joining me. As always, the light in me honors the light in you and the light and the dark. We have it all. Honors yours. Namaste.